All right. So how many listeners did we get downloaded on that day? That's What's it. the highest? We got, we got 81. 81? Yeah. Okay. Dude. It's got to be that Kevin Teela guy. He's totally Ooh. killing it Why for is he us. So I think oh. he's our biggest fan. You can't say that, Shane. That's what do you mean? That's a sacred position. You I think Nina, Nina's yeah, our yeah, biggest yeah, fan? Yeah. I think They're Kevin. Fight, dude. Ke- no, Kevin's you actually killing they were to fight Technically, by our rules, Jason hey, is our biggest way, fan. Oh. <laughs> Technically, oh, you're throwing a whole wrench in this whole thing. Welcome, everybody, to the Junction City Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Martinez. With me today in the sweat box. <sighs> no more, n- yeah, no more uh, laser zone. No laser zone today. Woo! The devil's colon. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's anus. Which that's, one's the devil's anus? That's what we're talking about, the sweat box, not laser zone, right? Anyway, with me to the left. Colby Peterson. And Chris Neville. Special guest, Chris Neville. Special guest, Chris Neville. Yo. I'm John Miles. I'm Shane Forster. On today's show, Trump likes that the wa- that the house. I can't see. I can't even. Trump say likes it. that it's a White House. <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. Trump that's, wants a White right, House. Let me do that. No, it's, it's already a White House. Yeah. He likes that it's a White House. I get. I get what the pun is. Yeah, it's just hard to say. The house ain't white enough. <laughs> JCP does democracy in action. Yeet. Pinkies up, thumbs down. We'll go through some polls, and we're going to talk here to special guest Chris Neville. But first. What uh? What have you guys been up to? Hmm. Yeah, good question, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because y'all don't fucking know. No, I, I am. Oh, so, you don't even remember. So Tuesday, so I, it's not something I've been doing, but what we're going to be doing, Tuesday we're flying out to Indianapolis, me and the Kingmaker, going to Young oh, Democrats yeah. of America conference. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is going to be there. Pete Buttigieg Edge is going to be there. What? Mm-hmm. I think Beto is going to be there. I swear wow. that. Wow. Are you going to put in the work to shake their hands and get a picture? No, I don't do that. that. I you mean, don't do that? You are you, I did that for Elizabeth Warren. You got to do that. Are you, you, you going to do an you? interview for the podcast there? You got to wear a lapel mic. No, I will I will wear a lapel we'll pin say, and it will say Weaver State on it. Is a sound clip of one of those two saying Junction City Podcast. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. please. You know cool. what? Kobe, that, how That actually is really cool. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll try. Tell us that you're going to work on it. I'll work on it. So who should I get? I mean, I, I mean Pelosi, the oh, yeah. demon okay, okay, of the left wing. If some dude comes up to me and says, hey, can you promote Junction City Podcast? For a minute, I'm like, this guy's setting me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. What is that, a pun? Yeah. like, No, I'll explain it to her. I'll be like, sex I'll be like, joke is that? No, Speaker Pelosi, well, you know, we were inspired by John Favreau and Crooked Media. So we started our own podcast. We talk about local politics in our county, about our county party. Give us credit for taking back a seat in the state house. You know, we and we were able to take back a you know a seat in, in our the county. state house. Perfect. And blah 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 Perfect. blah blah. And you know, we think it'd be really cool if you said, you know, what what does she want to say? 
Junction City podcast I, I, no, no, no. rocks I'm, my socks. I'm pinky deep in Ogden. Oh, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> She's never going to do it. She's never going to do it. Do not ask her that. Yeah, I will not do that. How about oh, the, oh, Alan Christensen Pinky's hates. up the Junction City podcast. Like, yeah, Speaker Pelosi, will you just say that Alan Christensen hates your kids? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That'd be pretty freaking epic. That'd be good. I don't think she'll do it either, but I like the idea. We'll try and get somebody. Pinky's up, or, pinky's up to the Junction City podcast. <laughs> yes. That, that like sounds it. good, right? I mean, that's. Pinky's up. Actually, you know what? That we, while we're here, that's going to be our poll right there. What yeah. should what Pelosi. should what would you like to hear Nancy Pelosi say? I was about wait, JCP. About yeah. JCP. Okay. So this is up to to <laughs> Kobe. And then like the last one's like none of them. Kobe can't get it done. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, vote if you think Kobe can't pull it off. Oh damn! Yeah. That was I wouldn't hurt. You know what? I got the, I got the kingmaker with me, dude. The guy. He makes things happen. Yeah, he'll build so, you up. Yeah. So, the king it may not be me specifically, but it might be the kingmaker. No, yeah. Who else did you say was there? Nancy Pelosi and who else? Pete get, Buttigieg. Get Pete. Get Pete. Get Mayor, Mayor Pete. Mayor but Pete will do it. He's Mayor just Pete got, would do it. He's Mayor just Pete got a regular voice. People aren't going to know it's him. Pelosi, people know that voice. So get some social get, media get some posts video. I'll there. take yeah. Buttigieg. Get a video. Don't get me wrong. Get them both. Is it Buttigieg, Pelosi, and who was the other one? I think Beto. Hey. <gasps> oh, my God. Get Beto. You should get a media credential. Fuck. Uh, I don't think. You can, we, dude. We talked about maybe doing media credential Is next year for the DNC. God damn it, Kobe. Yeah. You Which, I mean, through. dude, I'm going to be going to Milwaukee. I'll fill out an application. Hey. Okay, so. Let's moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Otherwise, so, this will go for. A... So that's what's going on for me this week. It's not right. what I did last week. Though. Oh well, we asked what you were doing last week. So much for that, John Shane. No, Jake. No, I didn't. It's just kidding. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Who's Jake? When did he show up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so doing... Can you wait? Will you just say <laughs> that is not. This is Jake Johnson and Pinky's uh, <laughs> up to Junction City Five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we were giving you. You know who this guy is. Yeah, now, yeah, I but, do now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh what have you been yeah, what have you been doing all week? Oh man. Uh my wife ran a big race yesterday in Park City and wow. so nice. I sit home and, and uh take care of the dog and then we're we don't have uh municipals going on up there. So really? Park Park really? City proper has municipals, but uh I don't live in Park City. So um oh. as the Summit County Dems we can kinda help a few of the municipal people up there. Uh we got seven people running for city council. So with for three open seats, so they're going to have a primary and knock one of them out, and then uh, the six of them will go on to take three seats. Uh, two of them are incumbents, and so there's a, a third seat open um, that everybody's kind of fighting for. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Uh, yeah. I've got a really good friend running for city council, and so I'm rooting for her. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, it's Deanna Rhodes. Yeah. Deanna Rhodes. She's Deanna awesome. Rhodes in yeah. Summit County. She's a champion. She's got the purple Park signs. Everybody says, oh, the one with purple signs. That's her. Yep. Nice. Oh, See, easy. I think that that's a thing, man. Like, you know, Ben McAdams' thing is orange signs, right? Mm. What? Um, that's ugly. Yeah, yeah. But but people know that it's him. And so Spencer Cox is trying to do the same thing with green, right? His thing is green signs. So I think that that works for people. Like, I'm yeah. going to pick the color and I'm going to run on it. So if I ever run for the house, definitely doing purple. Makes printing signs yeah. cheaper, of course too, right? One purple, color is way yeah. cheaper than yeah. two yeah. colors. It certainly is. Signs, so, yeah. It certainly is. I'm going to do a white sign. Just white. Dan's that's white. It. Yeah, Dan's the white sign. That's, that's, that's what people seem to <laughs> seem to migrate to. Uh, John, what did you do? I don't think I did anything at all. all right. As a matter of fact, Why does John, I, I know, John I, never gives us anything. God, you know what? <laughs> I kind of know John didn't do anything this weekend. I, oh, I did. Jade, oh, <laughs> here it comes. I did something this weekend. I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. Um, 
You didn't do well, let's just go like into the segment. No, I mean, no, Dan told me I couldn't talk about it and the things I do this week. I didn't so. say you could. Oh, is it like yeah, sexual? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we yeah. did meet up over the weekend. That was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, well, let's just get into it. Um, we're going to start with this national story because our president's uh, kind of the worst person in the world. I mean, he just he tweeted this morning. Um, essentially, what he was saying is, we have a new congresswoman in in and she's uh, of color. Well, he didn't specify who the congresswoman was. There's right? four of them. He but specified four. Of them. four. Yeah, he specified the four. Basically, oh, okay. go back to your own country and do work there. Let's so, so pretty much what he's saying is, if you're uh, of color in this country, don't criticize him. Go back to where you're, where you came, from. where you quote unquote. Came from, yeah, where your origins oh, are, God, whether it be dude. Mexico five generations ago, you need to go back there first and fix it, right? And then you can come back, even if you were born here, which three, even of, if three of them were born, yeah, here, right? So, so, and the other one came when she was eight, graduated from North Dakota State, right? So, here, here's, here's what he said exactly he said, so interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it's done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. So it's like when we're when we're talking about helping those countries, it's like, hey, why don't you guys focus on helping Americans? But when they're talking about helping Americans, it's like, hey, why don't you guys focus on your own? Yeah, country? you're not American enough. Well, yeah. I, I think the bigger point is is when they look at brown people. Let's say Dan. He looks at Dan and says, "Go back to where you came from." It's like, dude, Dan. Dude, I got that all in high school. Like, fuck you. Go back yeah. to Tremont, dude. He looks yeah. at he, <laughs> he looks at my wife, my kids, and says, "Go back where you came from." Yeah. How long, what, how long has your wife's family been in the United States? Like three generations and four generations. Besides, what side do you go on? Well, you know, Dan, you were born in the United States of America. Yes. Like, go back to your country. This is my country, man. Yeah. Like, get out of my face with that trash. And so all of this is a subtext for what, right? What are we talking about here? Racism. Racism, right? Like the president is is veiling this thing saying, oh, this, you know, see, it's so interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen. We know who he's talking about. He's right. talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She was from New York City. She's from yeah. the Bronx. He's talking about Rashida Tlaib. She's from Detroit, born in Detroit. Right, right. He's talking about Ayanna Presley. Ayanna Presley was, I can't remember what city she was born in, but uh, she's from the United States as well. Yeah. And then Ilhan Omar, who is uh, a refugee who came from Somalia. Somalia, grew up in Minnesota. Grew up in Minnesota. Went, yeah. went to yeah, North Dakota right. State. <laughs> yeah, Chris is from Minnesota as well. Yeah, she's a bison. She's, yeah, which, by the way, FCS national champions over there. So, <laughs> like, Wildcat yeah. fans, that's what we aspire to over there. Was she <laughs> on the team? I don't think she was on no, the team. No. no. Okay. But the thing is, like, Trump is Trump is saying all of this because of the color of their skin, right? Like, three of the four women that, you know, he is, you know, pointing out, they're they're Americans, man. Like they're Americans, and this guy wants to say, "Go back to where you came from." 
Well, but he walks that line, right? He doesn't specify who he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, he's just like, oh, progressive Democrat women. But but he's they been, should all get the fuck out. But really. he's been talking <laughs> about those progressive women all week long. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because they were attacking Pelosi, and he was defending Pelosi, and Pelosi was going after them, and he's trying to start this war between us. Right, stoke the fire. The funny yeah. thing is that it totally backfires, right? Because the media all week has focused on the fact that there's a little bit of a row between. The more progressive women, you know, the freshman congresswomen who have been elected recently, who are pushing for a more progressive agenda, right? Whereas, you know, Speaker Pelosi, while she is progressive, you know, she has years of experience and is willing to do certain things and maybe not other things. So the media has been all about this, you know, conversation that Nancy Pelosi had with the New York Times and, you know, sort of talking about, you know, throwing a little bit of shade on on some of these ladies saying, like, well, you've got one vote. And I don't basically like what it doesn't matter how many tweets or, you know, retweets you have. Their right. argument to that was, like, well, it actually does because that's public sentiment. And if we have people motivated and on our side and ready to go, like, that's what democracy is. You know, but what? that's that's the row. But then Donald Trump comes out and says these things on Sunday morning and unwittingly creates a situation where now they can. Bury the hatchet in a way and say, you know what? Yeah, we need to, you know, we need to squash yeah, this. Yeah, like, let's fight this guy. Yeah, no, like, what an right. idiot, dude! We fucking hate this. No, guy. they united. They united today. Yeah, you know, they did. You know what was discussed is Channel Two, Channel Five showed those tweets, and then you look at the comments. Oh, dude! Everybody from Salt Lake couldn't agree more, Mr. President. Of course, it's like, oh, yeah. hey, you know, these people were born in the United States. Are you racist? Much? You know what I mean? <laughs> After today, there's. It's completely justified. There's no right. doubt in my mind. Right. He is. I don't want to hear yeah. anybody say that he's not racist. He's a yeah. fucking racist. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. So I think it's it's a, it's an interesting thing because uh, there was a Shereen Gorbani shared this report uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it talked about how um, Salt Lake County and Weber County, and I think maybe Utah County. Surprisingly, is that right? I can't remember which, but there were three counties, and Weber County was you know in that top tier of most diverse you know counties in the state. And so when, when the president goes out and says things like this, you know, the, the county is roughly 30% Latino here in Weber County. So the president goes out and says things like this. He's disenfranchising, discounting the efforts and the work and the families and everything that those community members do in our county because, oh, uh, you're not white, mm-hmm. right? Like they are an integral part of what we do in Ogden and making Ogden right. work. Well, and that's something I'm wondering to myself now is, are there still people of color who are voting for Trump? Are there people who just excuse this? I really want to talk. Uh, I want to ask, like, Senator Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Senator Lee, Chris Stewart, uh, these guys in, in Congress that represent Utah. Hey, I'm a person of color. What are your thoughts on this specific tweet? Like, what are, is this the shit that you are, are, are okay with? Is this how our president's supposed to be acting? Is this what you want representing the United States of America? Like, please. And and don't give me their bullshit like, well, he's... Uh, no. I, I want an answer right now. What the fuck, man? You better say <laughs> something about this guy and, like, put this motherfucker in check or get the fuck out of the office. Like, right. it's bullshit, man. Uh, what they did at the end of the piece in the New York Times is uh, they got a quote from Cory Booker. And uh, Senator Booker says... Um, so join scores of people who said it was jarring to hear the praise from the president. We've heard this our whole lives, Mr. Booker said. Now we hear it from the Oval Office. Yeah. And so they, the, the thing that the New York Times says, we want to hear from you. Have you ever been told to go back to your country even though you are an American citizen? Yes. Tell us what happened. How did you respond? 
How did it make you feel? So it feels like that's the next step. Sure. Fucking fight people they wanna... in high school. Fuck kids. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Well, it's interesting, too, that he uses the word we, right? Like Cory Booker uses the, the term we as a person of color. And that's right. We've heard this our whole lives. And yeah. that, that's interesting to hear. Yeah. That. That's oh, a little yeah. bit more yeah. powerful. So we, you know, me, Cory Booker, have heard this our whole lives. That That's more powerful than me saying it. Right? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right. Because it's like, hey, Colby Peterson, white guy. Have you ever heard this? No, you haven't. Yeah. Because you're a white guy in Utah of all places. Like nobody ever tell you, nobody ever told you to go back to Germany or Denmark. Right. 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 Like it just didn't happen. Yeah. My wife, as soon as she saw it, she told me two stories about mm. her in high school, about those exact words being told. Oh, to her. yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the real point of it is that you look at, looking at anybody, you have no idea how long their family has been here, but he's making this assumption just on the color of their skin. So fuck no. that guy. So if if you're listening, <laughs> ask your Republican. Uh, yeah, no, write in or call in and talk to Mike Lee, Rob Bishop, Chris Stewart. Tell them that you want something fucking done and said about this shit because oh, it pisses me off. Right, it should be it like oh. Yeah, if they're not speaking out about it, right? Nobody's speaking out for it. Well, right. I think even beyond that, though, like I mean, it, it's good to get you know Senator Lee and Senator Romney on record, and, and I'm sure they can come oh, up yeah, with Romney. some some like wishy washy answer. Or right. if, if it's if it's Rob Bishop's office, they just don't call you back because mm-hmm. that's what happens. They don't talk to the media. I complained about that a couple weeks ago, right? But to me, the the thing that I want to see is, and you know, I'm going to press you know the Republicans that I know in my life. Like, President said this. Where are you at on this? Because I want to know what the rank and file Republican person, you know, in my you know, family or circle of friends, like what, how do they feel? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. And I want to, I want to see them try and justify this thing because it's pretty indefensible. So it's like, how are you justifying this? How does this work in your brain? Because I think that that's going to be telling, hearing them talk about it, it'll help us understand where folks are coming on and kind of where they're at. Right. Because if... I think that if they come out and they say, well, you know, this, this this is bad and I wish he wouldn't do this and, you know, maybe this is blah, blah, blah. Like, to me, that shows that, like, they're willing – they haven't fully drank the Kool-Aid on the Trump train, right? They are willing to admit that the president is not is not infallible, which there are a lot of people on social media that will make that argument. That the president is perfect and everything he does is awesome and he keeps all his promises and blah, blah, blah. Those people are out there. Go ahead and read the comments on – any given standard examiner article, you know, on oh, Facebook, yeah. like, you will get that. But I think that if, you know, if, if the answer you get back from your Republican, you know, family members and friends is, yeah, you know, this isn't good, you know, we should, you know, okay. Like, that shows that there is some shred of dignity left in people, and so that there's hope for their party over there. But yeah. if, if, if they're not like, no, you know, Trump is absolutely right, blah, 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 like, that tells you a lot about where yeah, people are Yeah, if you're, if you're right of now. color and you've been here three, four generations... Call them up and say, "Like I want you to, I want you to tell them that your constituents are are pissed about this." You know what I mean? All right. So moving on, um, we can't spend too much time on that fucker. Uh, so <laughs> Shane, we can talk about what you did now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you? Okay, so uh, JCP got got together. Uh, Shane and I got together, and John and Kobe were... Uh, no, I, I was out there. Yeah, with that. Well, John was there in spirit. Uh, Not really. We went out and knocked... <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, I still got a list number with your name on it. We went so, out yeah. and knocked <laughs> doors for Angel. Castillo. And He's running for Ogden City Mayor. Ogden City Mayor, yeah. Um, 
I went door to door and Dan videoed me. When he says we knocked doors, <laughs> he videoed me from 40 feet to creep people out. No, right. you didn't want me to walk up with you. So I was like. No, I didn't want you to shove a camera in their face when they opened the door. No, I didn't. So they probably thought they were going to win Publishers Clearing House. Yeah, no, just right? walk around with a big check. They did. They were people a little excited. The door. I mean, I mean, yeah, it was a good time. Um, so I went around and knocked in my precinct everybody who's voted in the last two primaries. So I made it to twenty-one houses. So the most likely to vote in the upcoming primary, right? Because they voted in the last two, right? Um, yeah, and it was forty-seven houses. I got th- three Democratic houses. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm so surprised at that. Yeah, the Dems are kind of being lame in the primary. Okay, but can I just say, though? What? Shane, uh, it was the most I've ever seen Shane, like, worried and scared. It you know was what I mean? scary. No, you were nervous. Like, scary. Oh, you were nervous? so nervous. Like, I wasn't, like, super nervous, but I knew. I mean, I've known Shane for a, a, a hot minute now. Yeah. And he's not scared to, like say things or go up to people and talk shit or anything. No. <laughs> That's how no. he met Dan. This is what he <laughs> he would not he would knock on doors like and he's like tapping dude, on the door. I, I he wasn't just, knocking I just on the know door. What it's like. He was I, just I, like, wait, dude, tap, bang on that door. Like, dude. I tapping picture. on the storm door. It's not even like opening the door and then like knocking on it. He's just like Okay. I guess they're not home. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it wasn't that bad. I Dad, did anybody open the door? You had three people. We had, I think we had four, right? Four people. Four, open or five out of the twenty. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of probably people. about right. A lot of yeah. people weren't home for me yesterday, right. too. So don't feel bad. I mean, right. So, so yeah, it is kind of nerve because I know what it's like for me when I go knock when somebody knocks on my door right. um, and I had kids, I'd be like, "Mother, are you kidding me? Did you just wake <laughs> my kids up right now? You ring my doorbell? I mean, I unhooked my doorbell when I had kids, so nobody would use it. And people still grab the wires and touch them together. <laughs> oh, are you serious? <laughs> oh God, it pissed me off. Or if you have dogs. Like, you knock on the door, and these dogs are going crazy at this one house. And I was like, oh, I know what that feels like. I had dogs like that. I don't care. You know? Yeah, you why dogs? do you, why right, do you right. care, well, though? I, you <laughs> know, I, and, and as, but as I started going through the list, you know what I mean? As you, after the first one, was, it just got easier, yeah, right? I think you made, a, you made yeah. a pretty good point, though, too. You were like, you know, let's go to your neighborhood, Dan, and I'll do the knocking at your neighborhood. Yeah. Because for me, I was, I was there. I was like, do you want me to do one of these? I'll do one of these. I don't yeah, because I, I, I don't have a problem. I don't know these right. people. Yeah, I don't you know, I, I, they're not my neighbors. So, so of the people that answered, um, none of them said that they knew who they're voting for mayor yet, hmm. which is good. And it was probably seven or eight. Now that I think about it, um, you should ask then, him to name the current mayor. Oh, no, no, no! Don't oh, shame him, dude. No, you know what's? You know <laughs> what? I think it's just a good baseline to know who not, you're talking to. Not one of them knew there was a primary coming up. Oh yeah. So I mean, oh. I think that's a big deal. If, How many people did you talk to? Probably eight of the twenty-one houses. So That's I mean, good. yeah, not one of them knew it was coming up. Um, it what surprised me is in my area it was the average person I talked to was probably sixty-five to yep. eighty. Yeah, you know, I did talk to two younger couple, and they were. It's for for me, it's easy to talk. To. I see it's 33-year-old female. Easy to go talk to, right? 76-year-old <laughs> female. That so bad, right? dude. Yeah. That was a that weird way. Sound bad. That was a that weird way to put that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was just like, it was, it was, it was just easy. 75-year-old man, it's like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if he's coming to the, I just feel like 
75-year-old Republican. <laughs> no, wait, no, 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 no. They're, the they're so easy to get, dude, because here's what you do. Because I had a lot of those folks, right, too. Right. And the nice thing is it's a municipal, so like it's not partisan. Right. So you don't got to talk about the fact that you're a Democrat, especially if you know, I didn't, like, I didn't. these guys are probably Republican. So like you play the whole, like, I'm out here working hard for democracy angle. Right. They love that oh, stuff, dude. Right. They love it. Oh, I just, tell them I that, just like, said you're I'm just trying to be involved. Right. I just said, hey, I'm out here uh, walking for Angel. Um, I see you voted in the... Uh, well, I didn't even say that. I didn't want to yeah, say don't, that. Don't I tell them that you knew they voted. Yeah. I didn't want to say that. Republicans are paranoid about them. They yeah. are freaking like, out. What else do you know about me, right? Like, But I just said, I hope you show up August 13th. That was it. And kind of moved on. You know, and I, you could tell if they wanted to talk or not. And yeah. I, I think that's where I'll get used to it as I knock on doors is I'll ask them even if they don't want to talk. Do you know what I mean? Because some, you can see they're smiling, happy to see me. And I'm like, oh, just kind of let my guard down and ask them a bunch of questions. Some are looking at me like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> why, why did you wake me up from my nap? You know what right. I mean? Like, it's yeah, those are the, you get somewhere like people say, well, I work nights, man. And right. then you woke them up in the middle of their night. Yeah. You know, they're sleeping yeah. in the middle yeah, but, of Yeah, day. but screw that because it's like, then don't answer the door. Well, and I don't even mean it in a mean way, right? I mean, I had a few of those people answer and they, they say, oh, I work nights. Sorry, I was sleeping yeah. or whatever. They're not always, always grouchy yeah, about right. it. Right, they're not always but, dick. But you do feel bad just because you know. Right. You know, I don't feel bad. Oh, like we had, we had. Like, <laughs> I kicked over one guy's mailbox. You did what? not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. Though. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, sorry. Well, no. here's some information. Right. Reach yeah. out, you know, when you have some time. Yeah. Thanks so a lot. So I, I started, I got pumped up and I, you know, I had three houses in a row I had to go to. Did Dan hype you up? No. Um, dude, you're the best, man. Like, you can do this. Like, no, Dan didn't. Dan, <laughs> Dan just wiped those guys. He just <laughs> wiped your face, dude, and go in there like a man. He was like, why didn't you ask him more questions? Why didn't you ask him, like, oh, he was I, like did. I, I, yeah. call, I called him out on a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, he did. I was like, you're knocking like a Bitch, John yeah. Shane. <laughs> yeah, knock was, on the door. <laughs> it was a little. It was a little nervous, but um. So one of them, I see. I see like five cars in front of this house. I see the people in the living room. I'm like, let me go hit this one real quick. And I'm like, feeling like this is pretty easy now, right? Walk up to the door. Screen doors. The the storm. The main doors open. Screen doors there. I'm five feet away from a dude through a screen. <laughs> right? He's sitting on the couch, and I knock on the door, and he just looks over at me, <laughs> stares me down, and I'm like in the mic, like Dan's got me mic'd up, right? So I'm like, it was good. It was good. good setup. <laughs> I'm like, he's staring right at me. He's staring <laughs> at me. Then you say I'm something, kind of, dude. Like, hey, man. No, no, no. What's up? I mean, I knock again because I thought it was kind of funny, like for the show, kind of. <laughs> I'm looking at him. He doesn't say do nothing. I'm like. Well, I guess nobody's home. He's staring right <laughs> at me. I just put the uh-huh. put it on the door and walked away. And I'm like, damn, they were looking right at me, man. But dude, you got to talk to them. I, I know I could, but I was just kind of doing it for entertainment value myself. I thought it was more fun to not talk to him. You screwed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I, I, mean? I don't think you're you going to ask me to come back and knock. a clear signal to you that he's yeah. not interested. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you think you got to engage that guy? Yeah. 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 I do. Well, he's I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And that's yeah. it. No, that's when you give him what's the eyebrows, guy. <laughs> you know, because I'm that guy sometimes. You that. come to my door and do that, I'll be like, "Can you not read my fucking signals?" Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be that guy. Yeah, and it is my, you know, it is 15 houses away from where I live too. So I mean, you don't know who that you don't, you don't know your neighbor. 15 I've only houses been now? here a year. No, I'm not in the church, so I like. I don't know yeah, all my neighbors. Tell me, tell me that you know no, your neighbors, Kobe. Just kidding. Does anybody know their neighbors now? Oh yeah, I know my neighbors. Walk it all the time. You know your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. We got but, a new neighborhood. We all know each other. So anyway, I got yeah, a Facebook. I rate. got a list of no, uh, you don't. the Dems in my neighborhood mm-hmm. yesterday. So I knocked on two of them today, and it's completely different feel. You go knock oh, on yeah. the registered Dems. It's like, hey, how's it going? 
Notice you don't vote in the primaries. Yes, <laughs> yes, I, yes, yes, I do. Because you're blowing it. Yes, I do know that. Um, so all the yeah, problems right. that you're having, it's kind of your fault. Right. You know what I mean? And they're open to it. And they want to talk, and it's easy. And you know what I mean? Like we didn't know that there were any Democrats around. Yeah. 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 And you're all shut up. Right. It was. I mean, I think it's gonna be fun going because you're list. staying home, asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and they were kind of like open to it. Like, oh, really? Yeah, we'll be out there for sure. They won't. Nice. But right. they no. You gotta you gotta follow up. You right. gotta hold hand, dude. Right. I mean, yeah. Then I, now I can, and then I can find out whether they did. Did you introduce yourself as the precinct captain? Yeah, I did. Absolutely, oh, I did. Did, did you say yeah. absolutely? Like, like I got say, credentials. I'm your yeah. precinct nice. captain. Yeah, I'm your precinct oh, captain. That's awesome. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So it was kind of fun. So, but it was a Sunday, so I only did two houses. So, yeah, yeah, they'll be pre- talk to me next week. See how it goes. I think one of the best things about yesterday that that I liked was so the I had the same script as you, but it didn't necessarily apply to Michael and I, who I was knocking doors for in North Ogden, uh, because you know a lot of the stuff that you had in your script was for Angel and it was for Ogden City specifically. But I did ask some of the questions, like you know what. You know, there was a section there that was like, what issues do, or do you care about? Right. And that was like probably the, one of the most fulfilling questions because then people were like, you know what, man? Like this thing is just something yeah. that's bothering me. Or like. Sidewalks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sidewalks was, was mine. Everybody well, there, there was a the couple sidewalks. that like yeah, gave me a bunch. That they were big. like, you know, there are a lot of homes up in this area that um, are not, um, they're, they're not taking care of their yards the way they should. So the city should enforce the code. Oh, like, well, okay. Yeah, let's like, well, out their neighbors. Kind of, right? But once they got going, like, we, we started talking about all kinds of stuff. And, like, the guy was from Roy High, you know. all Yeah, dude. It was great. But, like, I feel like. <laughs> Can I ask you how many. Every fucking episode of Roy High is in this. Right. Uh, <laughs> Roy High is a, how, great, it's a great institution. How many, how many houses do you get in a day? Because that, that seems like if you're talking to everybody like that, that seems like a lot right. of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I spent probably way too much time with them. Like, I talked to that, that couple for probably 20 minutes. Ooh, like, again, wow. way against the rules, right? Like, uh, you, you should what be... Should be what's, the, what's the time here? Hopefully oh, you, Oscar's you not ran. listening. Yeah. yeah. No, hey, he wasn't paying me. I was, I was volunteering. <laughs> yeah. You ran a campaign. Uh-huh. And you, so you did this. Yeah. Lots. How, what would you say average time you, you would uh, spend at a house? Oh, I think that, I mean, you should be there for like a minute at the, I mean, you got to be out there like a minute, but, but it depends. I mean, I'm super, I want to talk to the people and, and like, like if somebody is nice enough to engage, like I'm going to engage. Right. Um, but, but some people, they don't. Right. I mean, that that's back to your story about the guy looking at you. Right. right. Like a lot of times I would just have like the prepared thing, like, Hey, I'm just going to leave some literature out here for you. I'm running for the state house and uh, I hope you have a great day. Yeah. Right. Which is better. Than That's what I like said to like most away. of the people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. can I give you this? Can yeah. And they'd say yes. It's, I mean, that was the end of it. It is interesting on the like local issues thing um, because I found a lot of people weren't really ready for that question. Oh, really? And yeah. so I had to kind of lead them, right? So I'd say, hey, I'm out here canvassing. You know, I'm talking to you and your neighbors today because I'm running for the state house and, and I'm just trying to get a feel for what's what's important to you and what's important to this neighborhood and stuff. And they, they well, nobody's ever asked me that before. Right. And, um, and, and to kind of, you know, maybe I would lead them on and say, you know, I, I see you got a um, you know, kids equipment in the front yard or something. How do you feel about education? And, and you almost have to lead them on a little bit because otherwise they feel like they're, they're not prepared or maybe they don't know or they're not engaged as much. And, and I would kind of try to lead them on just so they would feel more comfortable saying, oh yeah, yeah, I like education. or Oh yeah, right. yeah, I like clean air. Because um, <laughs> a lot of times people would, they just, oh, I don't know. And then there's just dead space and they maybe feel a little no, bit that, unprepared. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I, I was can, like, I can see how that goes. Well, I don't know. You're like, 
Well, yeah, yeah, you got to have a list. I, right? I, I didn't do that. A couple of them, I'm like, you know what? I'd say the same thing. I would have no clue if somebody hit me on the spot. Right. But I didn't follow up like you did. I should have. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what words are on your literature, right? right. So you, and and it's you know it, um, it's important, right, to say like you know I really feel education is important. I see you got you know probably have some kids so here or whatever. Did, did you do your own literature, or did you have somebody help you with that literature, or like? How did that work? Uh, I did most of it myself. Um, it's funny, actually. My dad designed my lit because um, he's just like a lifetime like graphic designer guy. He's really, really good awesome. at it. Um, hey, real quick, Chris, yeah. where did you run? So I ran in uh, House District 53, which is like the whole northeast corner of the state. So it's it's Rich County and Bear Lake, all of Morgan County, uh, the hard parts of Summit County, the top third of Duchesne, and then Daggett County. So it's basically from Bear Lake over to Flaming Holy Gorge, crap. five counties. Yeah, dude, it's so gerrymandered. It's yeah, it so was, gerrymandered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you? How did? Uh, how did you do? <laughs> it's okay. You can ask. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you. So you I think the, win. the best dem before me, the best a dem had done before me was like thirty and a half percent, and I moved it to like thirty-five. Um, so That's so I, nice. you know, um, we moved it a little bit. I think think like last year was super important to help get people out. Um, get them to vote for the propositions. Like one of the number one things when I was knocking on doors was uh, prop two. Like people were just really, really into prop two. Yeah. Um, so that was also nice because it was something to kind of spur the conversations, right? When we had these big things that were in the news, it was really easy to talk to people and say, well, right. hi, you know, people would say, well, I'm a veteran, right? I, this is like a 22 year old kid and his wife. He says, you know, I'm a veteran and we have to go to Colorado every weekend to go buy stuff so I can get the medicine I need. And like, that sounds fake, right? That sounds like a soundbite you would make up, but this is a kid in Camus, right? Just trying to like get by. And he's like, yeah, Prop 2 is super important to me. I'm a veteran and I, I need medicine. Yeah, that's what I think is crazy because like I've talked to people from uh, Idaho and they were, and they, when, when Utah passed Prop 2 for medical marijuana, medical cannabis, like they were so surprised in Idaho. They're like, how did that happen? in ruby red utah like how can we get that in idaho and it's like you just got to get it on the ballot like once it's on the ballot like most people will say yeah like this is something that needs to happen because i don't know if the opioid crisis is as bad as it is down here as it is up there mm -hmm. but that's that's top of mind for a lot of folks right like they're trying to deal with things right and they see this as a viable alternative and so it's easy to get there right and so i that just surprised me that like they were surprised like oh, how did how did this happen it's like no 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 no, no. like the support is there. You just right. got to go out and talk to folks. Like, you you will be surprised. Yeah, and that's not to discount the hard work that people put in, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people like worked super hard to to get that thing passed. Um, um, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if we did we skip ahead to something. What were we? Or were we talking about door knocking in general? Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just talking about you know people not having anything to talk about. But these propositions, you know, so, it was an easy kind of segue into talking oh yeah. about. So like things, moving yeah. forward, do you think that that would be something that you can still kind of open the door with, and and um, I guess keep the whole Prop Two conversation open? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, so did you vote for Prop Two? Well, what? How do you feel about what they did to Prop Two? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, yeah. like. How do you feel what Alan Christensen did to Prop Two? Yeah, <laughs> or Prop Three? Yeah, yeah. Prop Three was really yeah. his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it depends, of course, where you are, right? So, so Morgan County, for example, is a very conservative county, and and um, they voted immensely against Prop Two. Like they they were hard against Prop Two. Where Summit County is the other side, right? Summit County was one of the only counties. I mean, there were only a few counties I think that actually voted for Prop Two, right? But um, but. They <laughs> 
Um, don't worry about John. <laughs> but they, but uh, so it's it depends kind of where you are, right, and who your audience is. But I think it is important too because, like, this is also cliche, but it is true. Is I had to convince my friends and my peers to get out and vote. Huh. You know, you talk to people who say, "Well, I don't vote. It doesn't matter." And what did yeah. we do? We just reinforced what those people did, right? So I'd put yeah. in hard work to get people to send in their ballots saying it matters and matters and matters. Yeah. Right. And then they're like, dude, what told the you, heck, man? Yeah. yeah. Told you it didn't matter. At yeah. a bar- I'm at a barbecue with my family yesterday and politics come up and me and my brother-in-law kind of go at it a little bit and we're talking, you know what I mean? And I think we both think we're talking. The family thinks we're fighting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and my sister's like, it's just so much easier not to like think about all that stuff and just mm-hmm. just let it happen. My life is just so much better when I don't think about it. And I'm like, shit affects you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, well, yeah. like you may whole... not be into politics, but politics is into you. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Like, yeah. It affects you. Well, it's also you know I think hey that was a Ralph Nader thing. <laughs> was it a Ralph Nader thing? Yeah, I was trying to think like that was a Rage Against the Machine thing, but it wasn't Rage Against the Machine. It was at the end of the Rage Against the Machine music video that Ralph Nader says that. I voted for if Ralph don't, Nader. If you don't, if you don't, um, I'm going to look up the quote. Okay, sorry, keep <laughs> yeah. talking. Um, well, no, it's just you know I don't throw around the term privilege a whole lot, but like it is kind of a privileged oh. position to just be like, oh no, I'm not into it. Like yeah. right, like like well, it doesn't affect me. And like, yeah. whoa, dude. Yeah, like, like my I make enough money. Like I feel like nothing nothing they can do can affect me. Right. Right. You know what I mean. Like, well, it affects your neighbors. It affects your friends. It yeah. affects what Trump said today. Affects yeah. your colored friends. You're one I mean, cancer diagnosis away from it affecting you big time. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, one thing that I did this week was um, Shane has listened to this. I I re-listened to The Wilderness is a podcast that Crooked Media put out last summer. Talked about like what's going on with the Democratic Party. What happened 2016. What's the way forward? And the message that kind of resonated with me at the end of the very last episode they bring in president obama and he talks about oh i love that episode that episode is the best like yeah. hearing the president speak like is dude it's just it's just fuel for the tank man like it, cathartic right yeah like, oh yeah it's like this like, is this is what an in- intelligence sounds like well just like hearing the president talk about this is why we do what we do and he talks about telling the story how do we tell the story to inspire people because that's the thing that is best about the president right he is Amazing and inspiring, folks. But the thing that I, I drew from re-listening to that whole podcast series was, you know, to what you're saying. Like I went and told all these folks, your vote matters. And then the state legislature turns around, undoes Prop 2, does this weird system that is central fill and will not be very effective. And then they undo prop three and they say, well, we're going to put a cap on it. And now there still is a gap, 200,000 people or so mm-hmm. still can't get medical coverage because they're in, which was the whole point of having prop three Medicaid expansion in the first place. And the thing that resonated the most was that president Obama talked about, you can't just show up once. Our democracy is something that has to be worked on. It doesn't, it's not a machine that just runs itself. You have to work on it. You know, I'm the chair of the young Democrats in Weber County. We have to convince young people in this county that the millennials are the largest voting block in the country now. If you don't go out and vote, grandma and grandpa are. And if, you, if you're if you frustrated with the way things get done in Salt Lake and the way that things get done in Washington, then you have to show up. And you have to show up consistently because Republicans are hoping that they survived the blue wave of 2018, right. that you won't show up again in, t- in 2020. 
that, you know, you were disenfranchised. Ah, I'm not, you know, like you talked about, Chris, like, yeah, I, I did the I thing. I showed up one time. Yeah. And, and it, it didn't change everything. And that's exactly yeah. what they're counting on, right? They're counting right. on you showing up once, losing some steam and saying, ah, I'm not coming back. Right. No, I did. Okay. Wait, hold on. If you're not turned on to politics, politics will turn on you. Well, that's, that's Ralph Nader. That's Ralph Nader. Nice. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. I did 22nd Street to 20th Street east of Fillmore and 47 homes. I had three Dems. So 44 homes of Republicans are voting in the primary. Or unaffiliated. In the average house, there was very few unaffiliated. I mean, very few. So we're talking 35. The average age was probably 70 years old Republican. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's who's deciding your mayor. Right? Yeah. Who you're voting on in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of my biggest beefs with Ogden City for a while has been like, where, where is our plan for sustainability? You know, Chris, you live up in Summit County. Park City has an amazing plan. They, they're, they're very serious up there about sustainability. And it's a ski town, right? Like outdoor recreation is very important to their economy up there. Yep. And they're serious about it. And they've got a plan. They've got a whole department and like they do stuff. If Ogden City is going to build our economy on a similar thing, not not necessarily on ski resorts per se, but on outdoor recreation and attracting outdoor rec oh, right, and the trails right, and blah, right, blah, right. blah. Like, if that's what we're going to build on, we need to have a plan on sustainability. Where is that plan? Well, we got a commission now. Like, well, that took a long time to get there. Like, so one ask the ask the mayor at the mayoral uh, debate. But the point is, coming it, up on if, July, if people had showed up, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and pressed Mike Caldwell <laughs> on that exact issue, yeah, you would have had it a lot <laughs> sooner. Up yeah. Because millennials care about that, right? And it's. And it's interesting, like, leadership type thing, right? So I always remember uh, Andy Bierman. He's the, the Park City mayor. Because um, they came up with this plan, right? And they're trying... And, and he said, you know, this plan of making Park City and or Summit County, you know, uh, net zero by 2030, right? That's the plan that they've developed. Damn. Audacious uh, goal, yeah. Yeah, and it's awesome. And, that is awesome. And they realized that, you know, this is not going to stop climate change. But the leadership there to say, hey, maybe, you know, Weber County, we're not exactly the same. But here's a plan that we have that is working right and and the and the impact that that leadership like that can have across the country to say hey maybe here's a hundred other small towns like park city that this could work for and we can show them the way forward like that leadership and that plan to basically export that to other places and say this is how we're going to do it this is how we're going to accomplish it that leadership is is super important and we you know they did that through the state legislature this year through yeah. through different stuff with um uh, Rocky Mountain Power, and so so hopefully other people are coming up with those plans, so not every city has to start from ground zero. Yeah, but like you said, copy you, and paste, right? Basically, copy yeah. and paste. Yeah. But yeah. you have to have a, a leader who is amenable to this idea and who's willing to lead out on it. And it's one of my, it's been one of my beefs with Ogden City for a while is that we haven't seen it. And the reason that that happens is because, like Shane's saying, seventy and eighty year old people are going out and voting for the mayor. And, you know, 20 and 30 year olds are not. And so you don't see that progressive bend coming mm-hmm. from because they're not talking to young people because mm-hmm. they know young people don't show up for municipal elections. When we are now the largest voting bloc in the country, we have to show up if we want to see change. And you have to do it consistently. Like President Obama said, you have to work on your democracy. It's not just going to happen. You have to go and do it. Well, and I something that kind of interests me, I'm kind of I'm curious, Chris, what went through your head when you were. Looking at the district, you saw that it got traditionally around 30%. Uh, I mean, you seem like a rational guy. I'm sure you don't think that you're going to be able 
to move it 20 points. And I mean, I'm sure that you kind of realize that it's a lot of uncomfortable conversations that that's going to take. So I'm just kind of curious what went through your head when you decided to run in a race like that. Like that seems like a very uh, difficult thing and you're really putting yourself out there. So, uh, so I was really inspired by just kind of that local leadership I was talking about um, to, to run. I mean, so my wife runs a, a nonprofit uh, recycle center, recycle Utah. And like, she's inspiring. Right. So you see all these people making small differences here and there and there and there. And it's like, what I said, you know, to a, a group of Democrats after, you know, I lost the election is, you know, there is value in the work, right? Just because you lost the election, there is value in the work. Right. And and this last time around, I still feel that way, right? <laughs> right. I felt more more strongly about that after the election than I did before, particularly because of those, um, you know, the Prop 2, Prop 3 stuff. Like, like I feel like those were so close that... Um, that I had a part in getting those things passed, right? right? And I think that's super important, and I'm I'm proud of that work. Right, you're not just organizing to win your race. Yeah. There's all kinds of things going on in the state that you're advocating for. Yeah, and I I do feel too like other people are are you know uh, more engaged in Summit County now because because particularly you know like um, myself, Megan Miller, who ran for House District 54, and Eileen Gallagher, who ran for Senate District 26. Uh, we were out there really, really engaging people, and and I think it, I think it helped, and I think it's showing, and I and I think, I hope some people were inspired by that. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel a lot. Like, I feel like my political involvement really made me a very cynical person, and I feel like yeah. democracy. <laughs> I mean, Colby and I were walking through the state convention, and I forget what we were talking about, something about caucuses, and I was like. Colby, my big secret is I don't believe in these institutions at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that is part of how being involved makes you feel. But on the other end of it, it's like, once you get involved, you realize this is not going to change any other way. Like somebody has to come in and do this work now so that wins can be won in, you know, two or four years. And so... And it's not just the wins. When you take something from 30 to 35 or 40%, the Republican or whoever won that race has to kind of respect, ha, has to listen to the other side. Do you know what I mean? When it's 20%, they really don't have to do jack, right? Right. right. It goes to 35, 40, 40%. You know, they have to listen to the people that they, you know. Right, right. You can't just write off all these ideas all right. of a sudden. Yeah. Right. I mean, we had, within a few months of the election, you know, not like it's going to go anywhere, but we had Logan Wild, who who was my opponent and is my current representative, and Tim Quinn at a citizens' climate lobby meeting, hmm. right? Which is like wow. unheard of, right? right. And um, and uh, that was just different, right? And I feel like we helped kind of push that narrative a little bit, right? And and you know, Megan, she lost uh, House District fifty four by one hundred and sixty votes. Like, oh, wow. like Tim Quinn is paying attention, right? You know, and right. I, don't, I don't think, whatever. I mean, and, and yeah, if you yeah. do get thirty five percent that do believe in that, right? There's probably is 15% of Republicans that believe in climate or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, right. So you are talking 50%. Yeah. So. And I mean, just to, to the point too, is like, like, well, now the next person to run is going to see, see, I looked at that race and I saw 30%. The next person's going to look at that race and say 35. Right. 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 And then the person after them is going to be like 40%. I'm in. Right. right. And then all of a sudden we're going to have primaries for the mm -hmm. best Democrat to run. Yeah. For that Once race. he gets to 40, uh, everybody wants to run. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of value in. And I learned a lot, right? I, I think that people in those rural areas, they, they can speak to Democrats and Democrats can speak to them. Like, it was good to get out and talk to people in those areas where I feel like 
Nobody has knocked on their door in the last two decades and said, hey, I'm a Democrat. Tell me what's important to you. Right. Oh, I like that. I think that's that's the thing I'm actually going to focus on uh, while we're out at Young Democrats. Like, But the two things that I really care about the most in getting training at this thing is how do we talk to rural Democrats? Because I feel like in Weber County, we just cede the western part of the county to Republicans. And I don't think mm-hmm. that, you know, we used to be a, a party that could talk to rural America. And we lost it somehow. Yeah, I, we used to have I it. I think we can like, get it back. Like you said, you Democrats haven't been there. But Republicans have owned that for 20 years, and they haven't been there either. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? They, they don't, they don't need true. it. Yeah, it's not like they're out there knocking those doors. Yeah, they just know they have it. Right. You know what I mean? They're taking it for granted. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that it's an opportunity in Weber County that we can go straight at them right there and say, we're not ceding this to you anymore. Like, you are going to work out here if you are going to represent these people. Because, you know, my grandfather lives out in the western part of the county, and they're pissed at the way Republicans run the, the county commission. They but don't like it. It's exactly like Chris said. you got to make the case. Is that you cannot recruit somebody who's going to be competitive out in the west side until the west side stops only getting 30 percent like you know quality candidates are not going to want to go out there and run until you can tell them there's at least some kind of chance well those aren't quality candidates then well yeah i mean that's fuck those guys right yeah, they're not quality candidates. Quality well, it's candidates. also a, a money thing, right? Like, like so. If I'm I'm out there raising money, saying, "Hey, you know, the last Dem got thirty percent." Like, that's that's a hard sell, yeah, right? right? And I'll still ask, right? But um, but if I'm saying, "Hey, the last Dem got forty percent," you know, that's that's well, a right. heck of a lot more powerful. Yeah. It is, it is, and saying, I mean, yeah, the 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 difference between those conversations with fundraisers when it's thirty and thirty five percent is huge. You're right. I don't get how that works. Like, uh, so when you try to do fundraising. Do you just do that door to door too, or like what does that what does that look like? So, well, it looks different for for people running races like me and people running races, you know that 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 are tend to be closer, right? Um, I mean, I'm sure Oscar would tell us like you know phone time, right? That's that's basically where you're making calls and asking time, people yeah. for money. Yep. Uh, when when the race is closed, when well, the race no, is closed, in general, like if, way, if you're you know, a candidate, you're doing call time. Yeah. When you're okay. a candidate, you've got quarterly deadlines that. Are public and so why don't you like host an event or something? So it's it's tough, right? And and I can only speak from my experience. Yeah, no. yeah. Oh. So we had a few house parties and, and it's great because people, you know, they invite you to their house and maybe they'll serve some some beer and some food. Um, but you really need like a right hand man, like a hype man, right? To be like, oh, hey shit. guys, we are here to raise money for this That's candidate, us, right? Um, right. Because if if you don't have that person to say like really the goal of this is to raise money, then those parties you're just preaching to the choir, right? These guys are all going to vote for Democrats anyway. Uh-huh. You know, you'd rather go out and knock fifty doors that night than than raise two hundred dollars and just preach to the choir. What's a good fundraising event? What's a, what's the like? What's a? I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm in, I'm intrigued by this because I've yeah. never been asked for money. Jenny Wilson's asked me for money. Yeah, that's a problem. I've I'm never been asked for money party. ever. I've never, no. ever, ever been Candidates asked for money. Candidates will go to FCC filings and find, F- you know. FEC. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. FEC. Uh, but it'll list everybody who gave to a candidate in the last cycle or the last however many cycles. Yeah, that's, so, so first thing you who do, don't know, that's the Federal Election Commission. Right. Okay. Uh, so you'll just go through and find anybody who's donated $100, $200 and try to get it, or 500 or 1000 But, I mean, a lot of times... And I could be wrong about this, but I mean, you start targeting people with money first, people who have some kind of interest in that race or just some kind of interest in flipping a seat in the legislature. Uh, you kind of start there. So you take those big call li- or those big lists like you get from Vote Builder and you can just start cold calling down them. It's not what, a fun process. Why wouldn't you? Okay, so let me ask you this. Okay, so let's say you knew a local business owner mm-hmm. that owned 
like an entertainment and entertainment center. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why would you not ask that business owner? Hey, I'm here representing you. Can will you host an event and bring people out and whatever we make there go to you? One hundred percent. Yeah, that's totally that's totally valid. Like I I think a lot of you can do that. Yeah. I mean, I would have to yeah, well, go, claim it. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> say maybe that event costs you a thousand bucks, right? To, to run that event. So say you get, you know, beer and food and laser tag and you value it at a thousand dollars. So I, and you're not actually giving me any cash, right? But right. all those other people can, can raise cash. And so what I need to do is I need to collect their names and addresses so that I can report that to the Lieutenant governor's office. Uh, and then you'll say that you gave me an in-kind donation of a thousand dollars. So I'll write oh. that down as like a thousand dollar donation from you. Uh, but it won't be cash. It'll there's a little checkbox I can check that says in kind, and then I'll probably put a note like for laser tag fundraiser, um, and that's that's kind of how that works. It, it is awkward though because a lot of companies they're not necessarily like, oh my gosh, I'm going to support the Democrat, right? So it's always a little funny to try to uh, feel. I feel like you got to ask them. So like, you do. You're so right. Like yeah, if yeah, guys were to create them. t-shirts um, <laughs> against your opponent. <laughs> against against your opponent, right? Yeah. Would that technically can we count sell that as? and donate the money to? the my suggestion okay alan christensen's <laughs> opponent can we do can we can we sell our t-shirts and and donate the money to alan christensen's opponent yes of sure course yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Awesome. and that'll be yeah. that won't be in kind because that'll be straight cash right yeah. right right yep oh. yeah now I'd if you probably... were to donate to me a bunch of t-shirts that i was to go and to sell right that could be an in-kind donation if right. it was if it was 500 bucks worth of t-shirts and you gave them to me i'd be like 500 bucks in-kind donation yeah But also, just to your question, it's a tough ask to a business owner or to kind of anybody because not only are you relying on them to host the party, but most of the time you're relying on them to bring their contacts. Like, like they need to fill the party full of the people that the candidate wants to meet. Yeah. Why wouldn't the why wouldn't the candidate do both? If the candidate can bring people to your party, then he's already in touch with those people. Your party is about. Bringing out the people in your area to meet the candidate who he's not already networked. Well, I thought that he said that the party is the whole purpose of the party is to get money. Right. But I'm not going to bring my friends there because I've already asked my friends for all the money they can give me. Uh, So I I want you and all your rich friends to be at the party (laughs) and you hyping your friends. Dude, this guy's awesome. You should give him some money. One one quick thing on the fundraising because this is interesting. If you go and you can look up on um, disclosures.utah.gov. And you can look up everybody's fundraising for for <gasps> state senate, state house elections. What? And so you you yeah. go in there and you see. I I think I raised about twelve thousand dollars for my my house election. I had nice. one corporate donation from a friend of mine who owns a bar. He gave me a hundred bucks. My opponent had two people donate to him. <laughs> right. All the other ones were corporate. Right. So he had two personal donations oh, and wow. tons of corporate donations. And I had one corporate donation. And everybody else is like. Billy Joe, Susie, Carol, you know, it's it's right. people's names are on Democrats' lists. Right. Corporate names are on Republicans' lists. It's so not always true, wh- but it's why but it's, it's why true I don't often. I don't get that though. Why don't why aren't we using more people that we know with small businesses and if, hey, if, hey, Kobe, there are a lot of people that own small businesses in Davis County, right? I mean you you heard them all come out. Yeah, I'm a small business owner in Davis County. Because the Republicans go into the door and they're saying, Hey, I know your schools need to be done and all that, but we don't care about that, right? You own a, <laughs> yeah, you own a business. A you own a business, and I'm going to do my best to not raise taxes on you, right? Uh, well, it, I mean, it's yeah, because Republicans it's are in pay- power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I that's get true. It. Yeah. I get you. If you look yeah. at the, the Democrats who 
if you look at the fundraising for Democrats who are typically in power, and there's a lot of great ones, they're getting a, a lot more contributions too um, from from corporate from entities. Corporate yeah. entities. Yeah. So it's not all and bad, labor. but it is an interesting difference, right? Like a huge difference to look at those fundraising. You should check it out. You could spend hours there. What did you say oh, it was? Yeah. It's disclosures.utah.gov. I can't and, wait to uh, find out what yeah, businesses are donating. Shame. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, right? Be a lot of fun. It is yeah. super interesting. And yeah, then like what a, people don't realize is that because the candidates have to file quarterly, it's like if a candidate does well in the first quarter, then fundraising is easier the second quarter. And anybody who gives serious political donations, they watch that stuff and kind of use it to determine your viability as a candidate. What was that website again? Disclosures.utah.gov. Yeah, so I actually went We're there. We're putting that up right now. Oh, uh, it was like a, it was like a month or so ago. I wanted to understand who was giving money to Gage Froer, right? Because yeah. Gage Froer basically had a primary, and we failed to find a candidate to run against him in the general. So once he won the primary, that was it. Yeah, we'll run against him. There was a guy in Weber County that gave him ten thousand dollars. He Holy like shit. he like runs a like an alarm place. Huh. And I was like, I gotta watch this guy because if this guy ends up getting a, a county contract, right? <gasps> yeah. I'm not saying this happened, but I'm saying That's like pay to play. What yeah. this guy gave a lot of money, ten and grand. There's no <laughs> limit in Utah. Yeah, there is no limit. Yeah. So right. there, there's only a limit for federal candidates. Right? right, right. So if somebody wanted to give, if the lock company wanted to give him a million dollars, they could give him a million dollars. They sure could. So yeah. if a, a laser tag company wanted to give you a million dollars, like a whole yeah. laser tag company. <laughs> You just donate that. Yeah, just the whole company. (laughs) They just wanted to give you everything. And then if you went to a dart company, you know what? Give you more. Fuck off, dude. Which is funny. We walked right by the dart side trailer down in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Did Did you pee on the tire? I I did. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, all because it's Shane's neighborhood. Disclosures can be interesting, though. Oh yeah! Wow! And the FEC one that we were talking about is the federal level one, and that's right. really interesting too because the numbers get 10xed, right? So you go look at who gave to Ben McAdams' campaign, and then you look at who gave to Rob Bishop's campaign, oh, yeah. and those numbers are way bigger. And what interesting thing you find is there's a lot of people that give to both sides, yeah. right? And so that's kind of fun to load some of that stuff into a spreadsheet okay. and kind so, of parse the numbers. So sorry, let me ask you again. Okay, yeah. okay. You you said you made twelve or you raised twelve thousand dollars. Yep. Was that enough to fund your campaign? No, I mean you can always use more. So right, right. So <laughs> uh, in hindsight, like what I would have done. Uh, so so particularly in District Fifty Three, it's a relatively older district, right? Okay. Um. So like people are like, you got to hit social media. You got to hit social media. I'm like, dude, nobody in District Fifty Three. I mean, there are some people who that care, votes, but right, right, right. Like so, I would have been like, let's send out. I would have planned like at least three mailers, right? Because it's so rural and I just need my name in front of these people's faces, right? So that they know somebody is running for this. Uh, I could have think I could think of a million different ways to 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 have spent, you know, twenty five thousand dollars or thirty thousand. I think thirty thousand dollars is about the goal for a, a competitive house race in yeah, the state. In Utah. Yeah. Thirty thousand dollars. Right. Would yeah. you have just put it all on black and try to double it? Yeah, can you go to Vegas with this money? I'll tell you what, <laughs> what that gamble was, is is my opponent didn't file till like the afternoon of the last day. Uh-oh. And so I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, he's not going to file. He's not going <laughs> to file. I'm going to win this. And, and then I'm like, oh man. Uh, but I mean, I didn't really think that was going to happen, but that would have been the putting it all on black, right? Yeah, like, right. like his car broke it's down on his way to head. file or something. I mean, if he had it over again, you would have like slashed his tire so he couldn't get there. No. He's not like you, Shane. And like I know myself, even if I was looking at that thirty percent and thinking, you know, it's a huge climb to get to fifty, like I would still there'd be part of me that think, just maybe you could win. Just what if you? Yeah, yeah, of course. What if you just take off? Well, and st- weird stuff always <laughs> happens. You know? Weird stuff does happen. Like, what if you just no, take it does. Off. Yeah. Like, 
Well, like, I think it's like you said. It's a process, right? Like, okay. <laughs> I've got my passport. I, I'm at 30. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get I'm this change to 35. Right. How, 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 how much can I gain here? Right. So you would, I may oh, not win, but I can, I can work my tail off. To yeah. try and get that number up as high as I can. Proving that you can time. move a needle, like there are tons of people who run and never move a needle. So, well, like look at what I Jason Allen being did. like a personal, uh, like all right, maybe I could do. Like this I don't think we don't think you should give up. We think you should. You're not again. going to give up, right? No, no, no. I'm not. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure what my next step is, but okay. um, there's a reason I'm in Weber County. So yeah. Have you ever? <laughs> ah, it's gonna move to Weber. <laughs> have you ever gone to Davis County? We are looking for too much House Eight needs a candidate. Oh, so I'm not moving. Yeah. And yeah. and we could sell they you as Jake <laughs> Johnson's brother. I mean, if you, if you find one, sell them. They have a hell of a precinct captain in right, 24. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that guy's a dick. The guy will run hear. through a wall for you. I mean, he's, he's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he will knock on doors uh, till his knuckles bleed. Hey, yeah. well, thank you for coming out and, and talking about the um, your experience running for House District 53. Really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Glad to be here. Um, Probably ask you back again once we get more. I've got so many other questions, man. I'll ask yeah. you later. It's fun. If you guys have ever thought of running, I mean, that that's kind of you know one of the big takeaways is like, you don't have to wait for somebody to ask you, right? You don't have to wait for somebody's permission. People are like, how'd you run for office? I'm like, you go to the county county clerk's office, give them 80 bucks, and then the local reporter calls you. You know, you don't right. have to wait for somebody's blessing to do it. You just yeah. decide you want to make a difference and do it. So it was super rewarding. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> nice. Someday, maybe, never. I well, think it sounds Dan should so run, hard. dude. It, uh, it it sounds amazing. Dan should run. It sounds awesome. Doesn't that sound awesome, Shane? Yeah. I Dan, wish I could. Incredible. Hey, you should run. Not, not a hey, citizen, I'll, I'll so. say this, Shane Forrester. Yeah. I'll say this. So yesterday, uh, I was in a, in a in a meeting with Uh-oh. other other caucus chairs in Weber County, and one of the the topics that we started talking about was that more. Working people, people who you know work in trades or whatever, should run for the state house. <gasps> oh yeah, oh, really? Because it's a I lot of white collar folks down there. I want to be somebody's hype man. That's right. That's you why. said that, and I was like, so damn it, that's what I want to be. Do you yeah, want to be like Cause that? That is a skill that people need. Awesome, dude. He's right. How Candidates? awesome would that be? Just be like, you know, Shane. You know, Shane Forrester. Because the candidate Shane wants to Forrester. just be able to schmooze, and you have to be the one who comes up afterwards and be like. He's really saying he needs your money. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like you like him, you you know, why don't you show it? Well, and we're real people too, right? So like we I mean, really honestly, like you have self-doubt, right? As a as a candidate, you are full of self-doubt. Oh, and to yeah, have somebody yeah. helping you deal with right. that self-doubt, like that's yeah. I mean, that's super important, I mean, right? When yeah, you hear like somebody awesome. say something good about you, like hey, like, I like you. I'm voting for you. That's got to oh like pump you up for a week, doesn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're just full of doubt, right? You're waiting right. for the next guy who asks you a question you don't know the answer to. And and <laughs> and uh, that happens all the time. And yeah. you just got to battle through it. Hey, so, Chris. Yeah. I wish that I lived in your area because I'd vote for you. Oh, thank you. I'd vote for you. <laughs> I want somebody to ask me for money. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, Shane. My didn't God. you have a phone number? Hey, hey Shane, you got any money? Yeah. Yeah, just asked me for money. Yeah, I asked John for money. Oh, you did? On Friday. Yeah. So I'll ask you for money. All right. If you, <laughs> you know, what? Yeah, everyone who asks me for we money, I'm going to send them your way. All right. Well, uh, again, thanks uh, a lot for coming out. Um, moving on, though, I wanted to talk a little bit about the polls from last week. Let's give you the poll results. So if you don't remember, the poll question was, who should pay for the EPA cleanup uh, at the Swift Building in Ogden City? An overwhelming 
um, amount of people voted for the Smith family. So the, 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 the one person voted for Department of Defense. Nobody voted for Auburn I bet it City was Danny. Taxer. Danny was talking about how, you know, Department of Defense is set it up to was handle this Danny. kind of stuff. Yeah, it was. I can tell. I think you voted and for you know both, what? though. I think you voted for he both. He makes some good points. This is yeah. Danny from no, Labor, no, no, no. Labor yeah, Danny Brewer. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great conversation on the uh, on the Facebook page. It was really great conversation. I was in, just, like, looking through the comments and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, because I think a lot of people made some good points. Like, Danny's point was like, well, it's kind of on the DOD because they sold these chemicals to them in the first place. Uh-huh. You know? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's a completely yeah. fair take. Dude, we had Kathy... Darby talking. We had all kinds of new people Angel chiming Castillo, in. Right? Angel yeah. Castillo chimed in. What was that? What? Yeah, it was great. That's crazy. All right. So that was the, the poll results from last week. Um, if you, so like we said at the beginning of the show. Do we remember what our poll is this, this week? week? Yeah. Yep. It's uh, what quote should Kobe ask Nancy Pelosi to oh, say nice. for the show? <laughs> That's kind of a, a silly one. Do we have like a serious one? A serious poll question? Well, we yeah. Need a serious well, well, yeah. What we can ask what is we? like. We can. I mean, well, I don't know. What we can say is like. <laughs> What are we? <laughs> As you know, and we could, we could tie it to the conversation that we just had about yeah the about, fundraising. Uh, well, about oh. fundraising or about you know just getting involved in general. Like I'm dying oh. to know who's knocked a door ever in their life. Oh. I don't know. I don't want to do that. What I want to know is oh. I want to go the reverse. What keeps you? from getting involved. Uh, That's what I want to understand. Like, oh. what is the barrier to entry for you as a person? Like, We'll put a couple of suggestions in, but like, like if some people have you open can, you ones, can set up, yeah, is there something a candidate could do to make you want to talk to him? Oh, what inspires you most about, yeah, who, who's inspired you most? Barack Obama. Yeah, that's an easy one. Oh, yeah, okay. Everyone's yeah, answer is that Barack Obama. God damn it. He's I thought good, I, man. I thought I was on to something. The best. <laughs> Everyone listen to his audio books. You'll just... JFK too, dude. Oh, that's a good idea. The Kingmaker will. King, he needs an audio book. The, the Kingmaker likes Lennon Johnson because he's the guy who gets stuff done. But dude, Man, that guy was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but he gets stuff done. <laughs> but if you want somebody to inspire you, you go get Jeff. Okay, so oh. so there's our there's our poll question. Sorry, <laughs> I go back good back job. to the poll question. Uh, what quote should Kobe ask Nancy Pelosi to say for the uh, for the show? And then the other one is. Um, Shit, Kobe. What did you say it was? Well, what, what, prevents, you? what oh, prevents, prevents you? What prevents you from getting involved? Right. Yeah. There you go. So you, you know, going out and doing the things that you and Dan and I did on Saturday. Like, what what's holding you back, Jane? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No. Really. Right. Um, uh, sorry. Go ahead. And if you are scared, let's go be scared together. Come and knock doors with me. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. Right? Shane's actually I'm, I'm Shane, recruiting, Shane was a I'm, lot of fun to talk I'm with. I'm recruiting helpers. Right? <laughs> I'm ready I need to go people knock with me. Dude, yeah, it, it is. Fun. It Come was on, really John. fun. It was a lot you of fun. You know what? Knocking with somebody is a good idea. Yeah. I almost <laughs> always get put on my own. Oh, you know what you're doing. Just go knock by yourself. No, no. I get yeah. bored. We yeah. get a we get a group together. Fun bus. Fun bus? Fun bus to knock doors? Fun bus to knock doors. Yeah. <laughs> like a crew of 10 people in the street. Let's just do all it. All just waiting to hear the answers from the one guy. On Everybody's the working off the same list. We're just going to crush this list. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, all right. But uh, now it's time for pinkies up and thumbs down. I actually, there's nothing listed here. Yeah. Um, gonna I'm going to give a pinkies up to Chris for coming out. Oh, yeah, nice. right. He just came down to drinking liberally. Right, that was awesome. Came yeah. and hung out with us. I thought I there were going to be like 40 people there. <laughs> there hey, guys. there were 40 people there. There were a lot of people there. there. for the movie. Yeah. They weren't there for us. You got yeah. on our 99th episode, and you were like the 40th guy drinking liberally. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think my thumbs up is to like me, Dan, and Colby for knocking on doors. Uh, did, you, did you knock on doors yesterday, Chris? I did not knock on doors. Oh, okay. Saturday, right? All right. And, I oh, mean, it was yesterday. My yeah, the pinkies up is that, and then probably my thumbs down is is anybody that didn't knock that's in this room. 
do do. Oh, Does their name start with a J? Yeah. Over there chowing down on oh. fucking pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some pineapple right now in my mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hey, I'm really, really glad similar. you guys finally went out and knocked. I really am. Good job, guys. <laughs> you can come with me anytime. I mean, I I should say you, Shane. Yeah. Hey. Did you knock whoa. on anything? You didn't knock. You were just the hype I, man. I, 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 not just the hype I was man. there like, yeah. yo. He hey, wasn't even the I, hype man. He I, was video, like I, the, I, I took good video of this whole thing. He was kind of like, well, you're actually, doing a shitty you know job, what? Shane. Like, <laughs> you're horrible. Like, <laughs> you, you, And I'm actually, uh, thank I you think, for reminding me. I think me. the JC peeps can decide if your contribution is worthwhile. <laughs> yes, yes. When you put that up on I social media. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. You let us know. I, I did. That was a lot. Save that till next week because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to it this week. Oh, you don't want me to put it up? No, 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 I'm going to put my going to the Dems. I'm going to send you that audio. We'll put that up next week. I'll, yeah, it's all separate. I'll do this oh, stuff this week. Right. This was fun. This was a lot of fun doing this. Um, upcoming... you, I bet it was. Hang on. I got some pinkies up. Oh, okay. Here we go. So like I said, la- uh, yesterday I went to a meeting of caucus chairs in Weber County. So these are just caucuses within the Weber County, county party. Not, not the statewide ones, just for the county. And sitting in there, we had seven represented. We could have had eight uh, but College Dems was busy. Uh, they they couldn't come that day. But I was just really impressed. You know, we went from, John, when we were in county party leadership, how many caucuses did we have? None. Zero. We had none, right? That just wasn't a thing that we were, you know, we were working on the party. We weren't, we, there just weren't folks that were interested in running caucuses. Yeah, we'd put out calls every six or 12 months saying like, hey, we have these caucuses. Somebody take them on. But, yeah, but Zach's no. done a good job of really targeting them. And yeah, like I said, and so we have seven right now, and I think eight is on the way. There's there's one more uh, caucus they're working on. So currently right now, if, you, you know, if you're interested in getting involved in any of these caucuses we have, should it be cockeye? Nope. Mm, caucus? Cockeye? I if you're interested in these cockeyes, come on, cockas. It's cockas. Come on, in Latin. Okay, cockeye. Come on, you guys. I, I've, Catholics. What's I think up? I've looked it up before, and it is caucuses. I have one cockeye. <laughs> I get this guy out of here. Anyway, it's a lie. He's got two. <laughs> so what we have in in Weber County, if you're interested in getting involved in any of these, they are the Environmental Caucus, which is which is pretty robust. We have a Stonewall Caucus, which is just getting started. So that's the LGBTQIA+. Oh, I like that, Stonewall. That was, yeah, that's Stonewall cool. Caucus is just getting going. Uh, we have a Labor Caucus. So if you are part of a union or interested in labor issues, that's a good place for you. We have a Young Democrats, of course. We've talked about that. I'm the chair of that caucus. We have a, a Women's Caucus that's just getting going. Um, we have a Healthcare Caucus now. And uh, like I said, we have College Democrats uh, that is up at Weber State. If you're a student, whether I'm, you know, I'm a graduate student, but I'm technically part of the of the college Dems. And then, uh, what's the eighth man? What was it? I'm trying to think. Well, Stonewall's the brand newest one, right? Yeah, yeah it's uh... it's super new. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was. They could definitely use a Latino caucus. That's right. Was... Uh, an education caucus. You know, get the teachers out. Do you have to live in the county to be in the caucus? Yes, you do. Oh, then never mind. You could start one in Davis. You could start one in Davis though. And then inspire one in Weaver. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, maybe that's one thing that Davis could do better than Weaver, which is like never. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, Kobe. <sighs> Chain restaurant hell. But <laughs> Chain pink, restaurant hell. <laughs> that's, that's what Davis man, County. Tell is. us how you really <laughs> feel. Chain restaurant hell. So pinkies up to all of the folks taking on caucuses here in Weber County, getting them happening. If you're interested in getting involved, you can just send us an email. We can help you connect with those folks so that you can get involved too. All right, pinkies up. No thumbs down today. Thumbs down went to Trump's. 
that dude. What's going uh, on this week? So, Wednesday, July 17th, Roy City Council meet and greet. Um, this is going to be the Roy candidates meet and greet. Sorry, not Roy City Council, but Roy City Council candidates meet and greet. Um, it'll be the Southwest Library Amphitheater from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And it's going to be just a uh, get-to-know-your-candidates who will potentially be representing Roy City. Uh, come out and, and meet the candidates. Ask those questions. You yeah, know, Roy. I, it's great. Ask the real... Did you put this in because it's Roy? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't put it in because it's Roy. It just so happened. I found it on Facebook. That there was <laughs> it this happens to be Weber it County. It to be Roy. And I was like, oh, Roy's a great place. It's a great place to go to high school, I think. Oh, my gosh. The next day, Thursday, July 18th, the Ogden City Mayoral Debate at Weber State University. We've been talking about this a couple weeks it's now. A big one, yeah. Uh, go to the go to the debate. It's up at Weber State, Linquist Hall, 7 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. Again, July 18th, Thursday. Shane, you're going to this, right, Shane? When is it again? Oh my god! You just I said. Just <laughs> Come said on, it. I do that every show. <laughs> <laughs> with it. July. You have to get really mad. I, July 18th, <laughs> seven. <laughs> To 8 p.m. up at Weber State. What day is that on? It's a Thursday. A Thursday. Oh so God. for it's anyone for the listeners, yeah. come on. Yeah. 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 For anyone, absolutely. For anyone who goes, ask about that uh, the Swift building thing, the, the chemical cleanup that's going on down there. Mm, that's a great question. Yeah. To ask. Make, make sure. I mean, that was one of the action items last week. Was you know when this debate shows up, ask the candidates what they plan to do there. You and, and let's get some a- folks. Ask on the me record. if I'm going. Dan, are you going? No, I'm, I'm going to be at Pod Save. Pots of America is in South nice. Me and my sister going. Oh. I bought tickets to George Lopez this week. Freaking what? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I want to go back to Pinky's Up. Thumbs down. Thumbs down to Shane for buying George Lopez. Oh, tickets. I love what? him. I love George Lopez. And, 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 no. and he Ridiculous. completely bashes Trump. And is he awesome. does. He's so good at that. He had yeah. a whole show about bashing Trump. I don't know, man. And then uh, last thing coming up, uh, coming up in Ogden is Monday, July 22nd. I, Democrats in uh, House District 11 barbecue? Is this open to everybody? Is that a house or is that a Wait, hold on. Is this open to everybody? I mean, they'd probably like to see people from District 11. Oh. Terrace and Riverdale. Yeah. That's an invite only or is this everybody? What do you mean? Like every anybody can go to this thing. I just said, yeah. Well, you I, I imagine if some you, money. Well, I imagine if you wanted to show up and hang out with the House District Eleven Dems, they wouldn't be sad. Where is that? Where is that at? It's in Riverdale. <laughs> so, I don't know the so Facebook of things. I have a Facebook. Show up. Yeah, I have a Facebook event there. It is a private event, so if you want more info, oh, that's make, why. Make sure wow. To, make sure to message us. But no, no, no. It's it's a great thing. So if you live in <laughs> Riverdale or you live in Washington Terrace or parts of South Ogden, these are the folks that are going to be working together uh, to get a Democrat elected there. Jason Allen ran in that district in 2018. He got 47%. He was three points away from winning that seat. Dang. Yeah. So Where did Jason go? Yeah. J- he's been in Cooperstown this week. <laughs> he's been at the hall, dude. The hall. Well, and honestly, yeah. if you're, I mean, basically any district you're in, all of the House districts are doing something like this over the next couple of months. So you could probably just email Lever Democrats at Gmail and find out. I know eight's doing one. Yeah. eight's doing one. Uh, yeah, you have to Sometimes email somebody. So. I, I, yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I, I can mean, let's say where it's at. Really, do, it why not? matters where you live. Is that your house? It's at somebody's house. Why don't you do it in Wendover? It's not. I'm it's not. Just, we just why, why we fun bus. That's, that's not Wendover. in the district. You don't mean invite. Oh. He, he, he just wants to get on the fun bus. <laughs> that's that's the only reason. You want me to invite uh, our thousand <laughs> listeners a week over if, this guy's house? If you think that getting a fun bus to this barbecue is good, you can email us at junctioncitypodcast at gmail.com. 
send us comments, questions. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, actually, too, that would be good. Uh, join the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group. That's where the polls Please are. Like us on Facebook, Junction City Podcast. Yes, uh, we love the conversation on there. Uh, join the join the group and, and join. Um, say something. Uh, and and rate us on uh, iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, please. Like us on Instagram. Yeah. Rate us a uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Why are you holding your teeth like that, Dan? What's the punishment this the week? He knows. I'm so proud of you in this moment. <laughs> you know what? And I didn't even think of one, but um, if you were thinking about it, you're probably a cocksucker. That's the worst. It's the most offensive so far. At least, well, I don't know. Is it that or you know what? You're your not. I don't even think that's offensive anymore. Like we so, say, it is too <laughs> offensive every week. Of <laughs> I mean, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's oh better. God. That's much <laughs> less homophobic. Like we say every week, though, all politics is local. Happened at the end. <laughs> <laughs>